do something crazy, you and know. You end up somewhere that you right. never thought. You, right. You're like sleeping next to a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little too far. <laughs> yeah, dude. You wake I've up. I've never done that. <laughs> you're, you're big spoon on a vending machine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> to questionable answers where the questions are answerable and the answers are questionable i'm sitting here with michael bushu michael how are you doing i'm swell man i'm doing great did you you're i'm doing fantastic awesome. dude it's awesome. fourth of july the midpoint it of the is, summer it is proud to be an american that's right dude we've been home for a while we have we have this is uh we're kind of in a limbo right now yeah i know we're reacquainting our relationships with the fam but also trying yeah. to set out and do our own thing yeah yeah I know what you mean. Yeah, dude, for sure. I think uh, you're probably the biggest cinephile that I know. Biggest cinephile. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, dude. You're, you've been diving into some older movies recently, uh-huh, isn't yeah, that true? Yeah. I really uh, I love movies all around. Yeah. I'm a huge movie guy. And uh, anybody that knows me knows that about me. And uh, But like, I was only like, like a little bit of the 80s. Right. Didn't really like the 90s. Yeah. There's a few in there. And then anything from, like, 2000 to current. Right. Like I've just seen them all. I love movies. Love analyzing them. Love watching them for fun. Yeah. You know, but I've been getting into, like, 60s and 70s stuff. And nice. I've right. been really liking it. What's the difference between movies in the 60s and 70s when it's, like, this pure Hollywood era <laughs> to yeah. movies now where they're, they are taking more risks, but it's way more mainstream in the terms of, like, how they do the movie? Yeah. You know, uh, like, what, what, are you, what are your perspectives on that? The Golden Age era was definitely... Uh, it was it was weird because they all kind of fit into the same. They were different genres, but they fit into the same category. You know, yeah. they had like the archetypal hero, the damsel in distress. Yeah. Uh, you know the the quest kind of like the, um, you know what are they like the Greco Roman quest of like the, the tragic hero. Yeah. You know, and then uh, we've evolved in like into a society that has, uh, I think for the better, has moved away from that. Yeah. Into like now we um now we really value like the antihero. Mm. Like everybody's attracted to like the guy who walks the line. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of been an untold story yeah. for the majority of yeah. us in storytelling. You I know, know? Like, yeah. There's no Greek myth where they tell that yeah. antihero story and yeah. it gets a good The guy ending. who, you know, he could he well, he's one bad day away from being the villain. Right. You know? And I think you can find like we're not even talking about like superhero movies or thrillers at this point. You're talking about every movie. The mm. protagonist could be one like every protagonist that people love is like a guy who's like you know just he's on the dangerous side yeah. or girl dude i was talking with myers the other day and i think uh star wars did really like princess leia i think that was kind of the end of like the whole damsel in distress thing right and you saw like a rise to like badass female characters right yeah and yeah. she was kind of like she could do it herself you know there was which was awesome like that like yeah. paved the way yeah there was and now we have turn. wonder woman coming out like the first female-led superhero movie right you know black widow's coming out soon yeah hopefully with this coronavirus thing but uh yeah just back to what your question was i think 
we can go in so many different ways with these movies, especially like I know you and I, we love like art house movies, like, you know, lighthouse indie, indie movies. Yeah. And uh, they're just so strange. You know, some of them like you can't even like put a pin on the plot. Yeah. But um, I think I, it's those movies that keep you guessing and keep it a little unorthodox with their right. style, though, that really turn some heads. Because I like right. the movies where you can't guess the ending, you know, right. and it keeps you on your toes. But it also leaves a sense of like. You, you leave the movie theater and you're like, wow, that hit me, you know? And right. I don't know why right. it hit me, but I'm going to spend the next few days to kind of sort Thinking this through. It. Yeah, it's and in your like, mind. It's right. like engraved in your mind after you've seen it. And yeah. there's I've been seeing a lot of movies like that lately, and I know you have too. But yeah. um, the thing about the 60s and the 70s that I really loved is you get to see how things that are so popular today mm. kind of got their start. Yeah. You know? Like I was watching The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, the Clint Eastwood movie. And the score in that movie, like the instrumentals, was just off the charts. It was so cool. Mm. And it was it was like the one where it was like wah wah wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of popularized yeah, yeah. that one. And yeah. uh, and like the editing, like they did all these shots like everybody's eyes. Right. And it just be like intense stares. Yeah. And it just intensified the overall like mise en scène of the of the uh, the scene, you know. Yeah. So I really love that, and like you got to see that start, and then like now we're watching Hans Zimmer do that with the score. Right. And it's like it kind of started back there, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, that's that's what I love and appreciate about those movies, but definitely like the, you know, the twenty first century has recreated a movie. Yeah. That, like man. the movie, you know, yeah. type is just crazy now. I would kind of compare it to. Something that comes to my mind is like painting, you know, and you you look at these older paintings from like Van Gogh and like yeah. these older pa- and yeah. they'd have to use very raw materials in making their artwork, kind of like yeah, they'd like 70s. pick berries and stuff, dude. right? They, right, right. they, they had, like yeah. crush berries if they wanted <laughs> yeah, color, just rub it on a yeah. on a wool hide. Yeah, it's like know? yeah, if you don't have any berries around, man, yeah, it's going black and white. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sketches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now it's like you get a little bit more of that technological polish in these yeah. newer movies where it looks a lot cleaner to like s- someone who doesn't understand yeah. the raw kind of artistic talent behind it but you go in these older movies and it's like man they had to get really creative with how they cut certain scenes tough, and special yeah. effects did you watch the uh like you've read about like star wars in their their whole and i'm not a huge Star Wars guy i was telling you like i kind of just got into it i missed the whole star wars boat yeah but um if you watch like how they they like did puppets for like the space scenes really and it's insane because they look like they're like decently CGI'd space yeah. space scenes. Yeah, but, at but the they're time, just puppets. It was just, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Crazy. And they like painted the stars, dude. Yeah, yeah, it was they nuts. Painted the stars. I don't know what they did. You could talk to you know, Star Wars fans about it, but right, George Lucas was on another level, and I, it's good to see yeah. those guys. Those guys make those. You know, yeah. there's always like like Christopher Nolan. I think is just. Yeah, is a phenomenal ascended. filmmaker. Yeah. yeah, in terms of special effects and how he gives so because he in the Dark Knight, for example, he blew up a real hospital. Yeah, yeah, to they kind of give a, it a lifelike feel to His it. new movie Tenet, they're using like a two forty. I don't know what the plane is, but they're using an actual plane and they're crashing it into a hangar. Yeah, people appreciate that so much more than yeah. these like these CGI special effects because yeah. it gives some kind of like substance to yeah, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's a, yeah. it's it's easy nowadays to kind of like cop out and like make it, but there's no real like substance and gravity to the situation. Like it doesn't look like a real person flying through the air. You know? Yeah. There's yeah. no, like, the physics doesn't really add up in my mind. Yeah. Like, you look at, like, I, I've never seen this movie, but I saw a YouTube video about it, and it was, like, how The Hobbit, there's no really, like, like, how they cut some of the scenes when they're, like, up in the air and, like, running across rocks. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, there's no, like, actual mass, and it doesn't look, it's not a, a, appeasing yeah. to look at. It's it just, it, it isn't. And you know it's fake. Right. You know? 
with yeah. Christopher Nolan and that that whole thing, you know that you're like, wow, they actually did this. Right. And you know, you watched 2001: A Space Odyssey, right? Absolutely. And that dude. was like a redefining movie for the sci-fi genre. Because they use all of these props that are, have these like physical substances, but it's like it makes me scratch my. It's not someone like animated this. It's yeah. like yeah. someone actually made it look like yeah. with a camera. I'm running up the side of the wall and I don't have gravity to my body. And they didn't film it in space, you know? This yeah. was made in the 60s. Yeah, and we're losing that, I feel like. We're losing yeah. that because I, I was watching this, uh, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm. There's a scene where he's, like, walking to the plane yeah. and he's in this field, like this poppy field or something <laughs> right, in Poland, right, right. and it's, like, all pink. Yeah. I saw, like, what they actually did. They CGI'd a poppy field. Damn. Like, seriously... Yeah, you got to like, CGI a field. Just go out there and film. Yeah, just film it. Film it. Yeah, right, right. Like, why do we have just, to? Yeah, it's just such a. Uh, it's like a cop yeah. out to me because they don't have the adventurousness to find a place on the world that's like, this. This mm. gives off the same vibrance that it would if I made it fake. Yeah, Christopher you know? Nolan in the cast of Tenet, they're traveling the world for this movie. Yeah, which that's is really crazy. Cool. You know, and the yeah. budget is still lower than these Marvel movies. And I know we've talked about. The Marvel movies. I used to be a huge fan, and now yeah, dude. How are you feeling about just, these Marvel uh, movies? To quote Jacob Myers, they become cookie cutter. Right. Yeah, I just think that the ones that are personal and that you can actually think and feel something that have gravity to them. You know, Iron Man one, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Civil War. Those ones were great. Yeah. But then you got stuff like Spider Man Homecoming, which is a good coming of age movie, but it's just like ah, that's funny. Yeah. You know? It doesn't really hit yeah, the same momentum as as I like, don't leave thinking like yeah. you know. Because they weren't expecting the success of a movie yeah. like Iron Man, you know? Yeah. It just sort of happened, and they were like, okay, we Dropped have this perfect formula, yeah. and we have to keep, like, making these movies yeah. to make a ton of money. Yeah. And there's no, like, artistic invention involved. Yeah. yeah. You know? And hot take for me, dude, Guardians of the Galaxy loved it when it came out. Now it's just like, seriously, guys, it's a comedy movie. Right. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. it, but, like, it's funny. Yeah, and it's, it's not... It, the, it, it looks cool. The aesthetic's really cool, but... Story doesn't really, really, yeah. That's why you know you gotcha. don't feel like punched by it, right? But uh, you take you compare that to, and these are all in the same genre, which is or not the same genre, but the same type of art, yeah. And you compare that to a movie like Lighthouse, and it's like, man, they are aiming this at a very specific yeah. audience, and they're yeah. allowed to take these risks that yeah. a larger corporation wouldn't be afforded. Yeah, which is why, no, and I agree, and I, I think that's what I loved about Logan. Yeah. Which I don't know if you've seen it Dude, yet. I've but seen the first watched, half. Okay, yeah. I've seen the first half. Good. Michael Bushu rented me Logan. Yeah. And I, oh, bought it. I I own it actually, oh, and yeah, I yeah, lent yeah, it yeah. to you. Yeah, I've been dude. I've been like I've been on my own traveling circus, like giving it out to people. But uh, dude, that's awesome. Spreading they, the good word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. archetypal hero, baby. Yeah. Uh, it's they were not afraid to offend certain demographics. Yeah. They're not afraid to. It's not a kids movie. It's not at all. It's not a movie for the faint of heart. Neither was Joker, and that's. Why yeah. it was so successful. That's why I think Joker and Logan and The Dark Knight just that's what I think, you know, redefined the genre. Even like Deadpool, it's not they're not afraid to, you know, get gross with it. Right. And they take these like cultural artifacts that because I've been looking a lot at like how comic books are made and it's not really like one person creates this character. And it was kinda like that, but then they at can first. kind of take this character and like do whatever they want with it, but it has to fit in the domain of like this is what Spider-Man would do in the situation. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like Hulk, it's not like Iron Man. Like this is a character that's fleshed out and people can take this hero and embark him on his own journeys. Yeah. Like wherever exactly. they want to take him. Exactly. No. Yeah. I agree 100%. And everybody can sort of like give input toward this giant yeah. artistic yeah. 
story, you know? Exactly. And it's no. cool. And, and I, like, I like when we take little risks with that, you know? But when we go too far, that's when we have to draw the line and be like, okay, is this the same character that we started with? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And no, I think I that's what, what sometimes we talk about with characters like... Um, like Thor, like Thor, and how she's how he's gonna get written off yeah, he's gonna get and written become off. a woman. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I love I love that they're introducing all these characters. I think Natalie Portman is a great actor. Love right. to see her in the movies, but like, yeah. do we really have to kick out Thor in order to introduce her? Right. Like we were talking, couldn't she just be she Thor? Yeah. And we can have Thor. Like they can coexist. Yeah. You know? So you're a fan of like original storylines. Yeah, and, yeah. I love that. You know. Yeah. I think we need more diversity in the in that industry for sure, but we don't have to change the characters. Right. Because I feel like, did it? You know. If you just put somebody in somebody else's spot, you know, they're not making a name for themselves. Right. They're taking up somebody else's. We have to carve out What if we gave them, like, their own name? What if we gave them their own story, their own character? They built it from, you know, they're not just standing on somebody else's shoulders. Mm. And before, like, in the 1970s or 60s and 50s, women were never given the role of the hero. Never. You know? Never. And it's good that we, I think it's good that we give that role to them, but it still has to... Hold some substance in its own right, you know, and not just overwrite this male archetype. I think, and I'll defend this, you know, with my dying breath, I think Wonder Woman is probably the most iconic superhero Mm, out there. Yeah. Maybe, like, more than Superman. Superman was the first, but Wonder Woman, like, just kind of took this whole, you know, she's the first female superhero. Yeah. There's something about that, and, you know, little girls around the world are going to always look up to that. Like, she will never get old. Yeah. And I think that's so cool that they made that, you know, Mm. they didn't like, you know, if she, if they had had like Superman and then like created a character to like, you know, be the new Superman, which they had like Supergirl, I'm pretty sure she's a character. Yeah. But you know, Supergirl is not nearly as popular as Wonder Woman because she didn't have the, Wonder Woman has her own thing, you know? Yeah. How would you compare a superhero like Wonder Woman to a superhero like Marvel? They who like, a lot of people think that movie kind of flopped. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, why? What's the difference there, and what? What in the writing of this character? What could they do differently? I think uh, Wonder Woman is. I think Wonder Woman is just somebody that you have to embrace the fact that she stands for, you know, what she stands for. I mean, it's it's kind of like a. To me, she's just as much of a hero as Superman is, like the hero hero. Yeah. You know, and you kind of have to embrace that. Her movie was kind of, I think it was kind of overshadowed by Marvel's success. Right. In a way. So they were kind of cash grabbing with her story yeah. instead of actually taking the time to yeah. carve her out as an I enjoyed individual. the movie. I thought it was great, but yeah. you know, if like this second one, she's supposed to have a second one soon. Yeah. I hope that does, you know, good justice for the character. Dude, for you sure. Know what I mean? Yeah. Which is important, I think. Yeah. And people are gonna want to see that. A lot of people are gonna want to see that movie. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna carve out more roles for the anti-hero in the Marvel Universe besides uh, Deadpool and like I hope so yeah. but I think Marvel is just so cookie cutter now that they can't right they can't embrace Deadpool they bought Deadpool but Deadpool you know Marvel is like Disney yeah and now they have somebody like Deadpool where they have to feed this to the kids right so he's not gonna be allowed to do what he does yeah everybody knows yeah yeah it's pretty bad no for sure but people love that you yeah know? that's and, what people love and now it's just being in my opinion ruined yeah, and this is yeah. what kind of uh, stand-up comics do, and the same thing that the same role that Deadpool serves is he kind of spits in the face of what we're told to do is right. Yeah, you know, like 
Like, I love the comedians who kind of walk that line between this is offensive and this is, like, this isn't offensive enough. And people love that. Chappelle. I think right. Chappelle's brilliant at it. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, uh, Bill Burr, really, Bill Burr. Pushes, really pushes the envelope. But people let him. Yeah. I think people determine that line. Right. And when Bill Burr gets close, they move it back. Yeah. Which is awesome, in my opinion, because that way he can keep going. But I think now it's it's just so hard because you're going to offend somebody right. about something. Because we are in a culture where you have to be very careful with what you say because it can destroy your career. Yeah. And that's yeah. good for some reasons. I think it's good that we've moved in that direction where people should not be allowed to say the things that they said. Right. Especially in a workplace. Like those, especially tweets, when... those tweets that people find. Yeah. Of like five years ago. I, yeah. Like, that's good. I think that's good that we have that, you know, that footprint, that digital footprint to where people can find things that you said because who like you haven't changed you know right. like we didn't see you pay the consequences yeah so but uh, it's it's a good way of keeping people honest yeah and i think i think with comedy is comedy is different though right i think comedy right. you can make these jokes that push the line yeah and it doesn't fundamentally change you as a person mm. you know yeah they might offend people, but that's that's the risk that you take with, you know, freedom of speech or just being a comic. You're gonna mm. offend people. You know? Yeah. You make right. a joke about a fat person, you're gonna offend fat people. Yeah. But. And that's and that's like. You can't erase this human emotion of shame. I feel like you know, no, and people are trying to do that with, with freedom of speech laws, with hate speech laws, and yeah. you should be able to speak your mind on whatever you want as yeah. long as it doesn't physically endanger someone and comedians preserve that right exactly and that's the role you know there's this old parable of like like the role of a jester in his court and he's like allowed to make 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 fun of the king and as soon as the king kills off the jester you know that you're in a corrupt kingdom exactly and that's exactly which is cool that's right it's exactly the society we're living in today as soon as we the king can't take it yeah the the comedians and the people pushing the envelope, yeah. then we're in trouble. Yeah, and it's I think it goes beyond comedy. Even people who are, if you're saying it in the workplace, man, that you know you gotta know. There's yeah, certain right. You can't say that because there's people you work with. Yeah. That you know there's there's we have it's there's codes affect, of conduct. Yeah, workplace. it's gonna affect productivity, and you're doing that as a way to get under their skin. It's yeah. undermining the company. Yeah. You know it is. because it of is. your own agenda. Yeah. But, and that's wrong. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's where a lot of people are going to get really confused now mm. because you don't know it's going to be, it's going to become so heated that you don't know when you can say these things and mm. you're going to end up saying it at the wrong time. Yeah. And I think it's good to practice not saying them in general, but if it's your profession to say them, yeah, then you got to say them. If right. it's your profession to speak the truth and, uh, you know, promote freedom of speech and defend, you know, people who are defend the defenseless right i think you need to do it you have yeah. an obligation to do that because not have, everybody has like the spine of a comedian that everybody hates yeah because that's a tough burden to bear who would you say like out of all the comedians who's somebody that's just so controversial oh man i Can't. think oh i think louis ck yeah, yeah i was know, gonna say him yeah, story? yeah yeah oh my <laughs> wait, God. that's but he's he still the... making stand-up wait was he the yeah okay, yeah this, yeah so yeah we won't get into this you guys can look this up on the internet but we don't know how old all of the viewers are right <laughs> <laughs> so basically he got in trouble and then he got people were trying to cancel him from comedy yeah. they were like oh you're never coming back but it was like 
All right. What do you think of what he did? I think, I don't know the context because I think uh, <laughs> I think well, it's some my bad. It was, he addressed it in a stand-up special that's on his wow. website that people have to buy if they want to watch Wait, he it. He joked about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I think is so funny. Yeah, that is so yeah. great. Yeah. You know, you know what I really love? Uh, I think a perfect. I think the epitome of what we're talking about is um, Pete Davidson. Yeah, uh, the whole Dan Crenshaw thing. Yeah, where you know Pete Davidson is you know he's a liberal. Dan right. Crenshaw is a Republican member of Congress who has an eye patch. Yeah, and Pete Davidson made fun of him for his eye patch on Saturday Night Live. But what he didn't mm. know is that he lost his eye in like an explosion as a Navy SEAL. Right. So a lot of people saw it as like disrespecting the country. And I'm sitting here, you know, and I'm I love Dan Crenshaw. I yeah. think he's got some great ideas. I think he's a great person. I respect him for serving our country. But I think you gotta be able and even Dan Crenshaw, he's like, guys, you're allowed to make fun of people. Right. You're allowed I mean, you gotta sit back and if if Pete Davidson insults somebody, like okay, we just can't insult everybody who ever served our country. Absolutely, you yeah. Know? But he where didn't, he is didn't that know. line? I, there, I don't there think, is a line. You can't. I don't think he crossed it though. I just think I it's think because NBC it. kind of owns him, and they yeah. appeal to a large audience yeah. of people, and they don't want to be too divisive. And then, but then they both, like Dan Crenshaw, didn't get super upset about it. He didn't get offended by it. Mm. They invited him on the show like a week later. And yeah. they talked about it. Right. And he laughed about it. And he made fun of Pete Davidson for Ariana Grande breaking up with him. He handled that in such, it a, was awesome. such a good way. I was like, they both did amazing. Yeah. Pete Davidson should be allowed to say that about him. Because they're Crenshaw preserving that right. Didn't, yeah, on, exactly. Dan Crenshaw knows that what he fought for was Pete's right to say that. Yeah. You know? And that extends to other things, whether we realize it or not. You yeah. know? Like, this right to joke extends to... Our right to tell the truth, no matter how ridiculous it might seem to other people. That's what Jordan Peterson was fighting against in Canada. Right. They were like, you know, you have to refer to these people by this. Yeah. He's like, no, this goes against freedom of speech. I get it that it's respectful. Yeah. You should, if they want to be called that. But... But you if, can't, if there's legislation that's saying you have to... You can't bind someone to that yeah, language. Otherwise, there's going to be a penalty. Yeah. That's, you know... That's wrong. And I don't know what they're... stepping the line. It was... I'm pretty sure it was against their whole... Whatever their constitutional record was. Yeah. I don't know what... I don't know what theirs was. Ours is the First Amendment. But. Yeah. But a lot of... Uh, a lot of countries base their stuff off of ours, but yeah. ours is a little bit older in its infrastructure that it can kind of maintain itself in some ways better than newer newer systems like Canada can. Because yeah. Canada, they're known for being nice and like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all, all for that. <laughs> Sorry. But, but you still have to be able to like poke and prod a little bit because that keeps us where we are yeah you know in a weird way it really yeah. it does you would know dude you your girlfriend's from minnesota she's right up right, right up next to that border she's yeah shout out lucky, natalie yeah, shout out natalie yeah she's very from, nice is she very is she is she, she super had, apologetic so she's like, like Canadians <laughs> so she actually hates that culture so the really the whole idea behind like like being like Minnesota nice is a real thing up there. Really, and what they do is they're like, "Oh, hi, nice to meet you." But Natalie says that's only to your face. And then as soon they, as they turn around, they're, they're talking devils. shit. They're yeah. they're stabbing you in the back. They're yeah. saying like they're complaining about you. And that kind of culture is bad. You it have is. To it have, is because you're not real. You right. have to. You know what I always say? That's like super. This is gonna be really controversial. I think bullying is good. Really, in a way. Okay. I think being a bully, if I were a bully, that's bad. I gotta change. Dude, let's let's hear it. But I think it builds character. Mm. If you, I think mild bullying, bullying to the point where it's, where it gets too personal. Mm. Bad. Which can happen. Which 
always happens. Right. You know? But I think everybody's been through bullying, and I think it's shaped them. Yeah, it, it... It helps build your character. It toughens your skin. Because when you go out into the real world... That's I'm not like promoting a, bullying. I'm not saying... Yeah. I'm just saying it's good for the person being bullied... In the long in the, run. Yeah, in the long run. Yeah. As long as it doesn't put them into a state of, yeah. like, trauma and they yeah. can't overcome that. But a little a little push here and a little push there yeah. will make them respond and grow yeah. even more. But, you know, like, you can't bully somebody for being ugly. They can't control that. Right. But you little know? things about their personality but, hey, that they can hey, change. Yeah, if you're really, or, like, you're bullying them, you're like, hey, you can't take a joke or, like, you know, getting on about that. Maybe you go home that night, you're like, maybe I can't take a joke. I got to, yeah. you know, loosen up a little bit. Yeah. And that's something and it helps about, build character. That's going to help yeah. you in the work place it's gonna help you with your you know your marriage it's gonna help you with your your family life yeah in the long run you know what I mean and like your friendships especially that's something I'm realizing is I'm starting to be way more upfront with people and that's good for me and good Direct. for them like I I find myself kind of like dude like unless you change and having that hard conversation like unless you change I can't continue to be here for you because this is an unequal yeah. relationship, yeah. you know? That's and something I've I've found, too. Mm. And uh, I think, like you said, it has to be equal, yeah. you know? Every, the other person has to be putting in as much effort, you know, listening, trying to be there for them, asking them how they're doing on, you know, a daily basis. Right. Just, you know, like, I, you know, I've had friends who I've had to cut out, and it's not selfish to cut out a friend. Mm. It's good for them, too. Yeah. Because then, then they realize that they maybe had a problem. I've had friends that I've had to cut out just because every time I'm around them, they're just, it's all about them. Yeah. They're so draining. Right. And like, if I try to say something in they the rare instance, that's like around. about, that's like, maybe I had something good happen to me. They'd flip around and be like, yeah, but then this is going to happen. Or, yeah. oh yeah, but this happened to me. Like to one up me, you know? Mm. So it's, you got to. You got to know who your real friends are. And you can't be phony, like you said. Like, you know, Natalie was talking about the whole Minnesota thing. Right. You can't be phony. It's not a phony. Phony nice is the worst. Phony yeah. nice is almost worse than mean. Right, right, exactly. You know? And and that's why there's kind of this, like, still nostalgia for the way things used to be and the way things, like, yeah. like we're very upfront, especially in the East Coast with Boston culture and New oh, York gosh, culture. They- and they, like other. traffic, <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes move your so car. It's there, like right? a good Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> You're just move your car. Move your car. What are you waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> Got to see about a girl. Yeah, <laughs> got to see about a girl. That's a great movie. Yeah. Did, did you see the uh, the smart car commercial with Chris Evans and John Krasinski? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, smart yeah. car with the smart pack. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they nailed Boston that. accents are just. Killer man, I love <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're brutal. East Coast is brutal. Yeah. I feel like the niceness was like Canada skipped the middle of the U.S. and then went straight <laughs> to the south. Of the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kindness. Just missed that whole inner strip. Yeah, absolutely. There's such a divide. Yeah, everybody, everybody's just grouchy. Yeah. You know, I hate it. I hate it, man. Yeah, dude. Are you ready to get into some questions? Yeah, dude. Dude, let's, l- let's let it rip. Yeah. All right. So this one's a two-parter, okay? So okay. I think I'm ready for that. Okay. It's a loaded question. It's loaded. Locked I haven't done one of those since high school. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was driving in my car the other day and saw a large, dark object on the road. By the time I saw it in front of me, it was too late to swerve. It was a turtle, and yes, I hit it. Is roadkill such as this murder, manslaughter, or the circle of life? Thank you. XOXO Anonymous. 
that hits close to home. Right. I actually found a turtle on the road. Damn. Like weeks ago. Wow. That was that was it? alive. It was alive. Yeah. Uh, I pull, I pulled over. It was like in the country. Oh yeah, you sent me a Snapchat yeah. about this. <laughs> I was just. It was huge, dude. Yeah. And I was like in awe. It <laughs> made my day. It it made my day, dude. It was awesome. I loved it. Dude, you named that turtle something. I named dude. him uh, Dana Carvey dude. after the <laughs> actor <Right. laughs> who looks like a turtle. <laughs> and it was between that and Bruce Willis yeah. or uh, Paul McCartney who also <laughs> looks like a turtle. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, so that breaks my heart that that happened. Yeah. But I think that it's the circle of life. I think that's what right. I have to go with. Right, man. I mean, there's a lot of turtles out there, you know, yeah. and like some of them are going to get run over by cars. I think... Yeah. Next time, you know, like it's good. It's good you're feeling guilty about this, you know. Like, yeah. like next time, hopefully you'll be a little bit more aware behind the wheel. You'll be able to stop in time, save the turtle. But like downfalls like this will only make you come back even better. Exactly. You're yeah. more, uh, you're more conscientious about this. You For know? sure. Yeah. And that turtle, uh, who knows, man? Maybe he was like a bad dude. Right. Maybe he had done some bad stuff. Yeah. And dude. you, maybe you were just serving justice. Yeah, you got to think about it that way. You don't know what God's will is in the in the big in the big plan. You don't know what God's will is, right? Uh, So I'd say circle of life, but I'm not an expert. (laughs) Okay, I thought about it some more. Why do turtles even have shells if they're gonna crack in that in half the second someone drives them over? Thank you. All right, now I think this person is rationalizing immediately what they did. Mm. You know, I don't think I don't think. Yeah, like, like I, I hope I they're having remorse. Okay, you got you got to add a kind of sounded yeah, remorse, gotta, yeah. <laughs> like, now they're like, well, well, too much, you know. <laughs> yeah, think about it more, you know, yeah, shed a few yeah, tears, yeah. come yeah. back. Don't don't <laughs> make excuses already. <laughs> it's like yeah. the uh the armadillo. I keep thinking of the armadillo from Ringo. Hell yeah, dude. Who like at the beginning of the movie was on one side of the road and then like by the end of the movie, which took place over like a few days, he had made it to the end of the road. Dude. Which is like 10 feet. Yeah. Yeah, lift that boy up. Give him some help. <laughs> he had a cowboy hat on, too. Oh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know. Why? If they had the shells, they should be. Maybe they're just not at that evolutionary Right, like stage and that's, yet, that's how they, I look at it. You know, it's like, maybe this will make them grow thicker shells, so it's just like a little speed bump yeah, on the road. Yeah, like it, like, I personally don't believe that we became from fish. Yeah, he was like, came from fish. But if you do, like, wouldn't you think that like the first fish that got out of the water didn't really have the easiest time walking? <laughs> <laughs> it was a struggle. He probably regretted it instantly. Yeah, or like was stuck on a rock for the rest of his life. For you know? sure. Dude. But then eventually they got better at walking. And right. you know, if that's your theory, maybe in like millions of years we'll be like the greatest walking creatures on the planet. Right. Dude, so sure. good at walking. Maybe we'll like grow wings, yeah. and the first person to sprout wings is gonna have a tough time flying. Exactly. They'll probably yeah. And this turtle, these like turtles right now might be at the beginning of this right evolutionary phase where their shells just aren't tough enough yet. Dude, absolutely. I think you nailed that. I hope I did. <laughs> I bought that right out of my butt, dude. <laughs> I hope that offered some closure. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're doing okay. Make sure to write us in again. You know, we want to know yeah. how you're, like, mourning this That was step. a great question. Yeah. That was a great question. For sure. Okay. Next question. Is the law of attraction real? I have some friends who are huge on it. Uh, Raj, big on it. Jane Gecki, huge advocate of 
law of attraction. Really? I don't know. I haven't done enough research on it. I'm going to let you take this one. I know what it is. Yeah. It's like good vibes bring good outcome, right? Yeah. And and there's, there's like physical things that are undeniable about like, like I'm attracted to this person because of like something about them, you know? And there, and there's like kind of a science behind it. I thought it was, uh, I thought law of attraction was like, if you're looking for positive, if you keep a positive mindset, positive things will happen to you. That's what I thought. Dude, you might be right. Well, go I with. think you're thinking of like opposites attract. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Something with which, attract. Which is also true. Yeah, I think. Dude, so, okay, my bad, dude. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong. I might be thinking of something else, though. No, I think I think, I think we're both I think you're right. This. I have low internet access right feel now. feel bad so for the person who asked this question. They're not, yeah, they're they're not, not getting, getting a lot answer. of answers. <laughs> um, dude, hold up, bro. Law of attraction. I think... Yeah, all right, we're just going to start All right, this let's, let's hit over. both of these real quick. All right. First question. Do you think positive mindset on the world and what's in front of you okay you think that reaps positive things to come to you okay yeah i think i think absolutely you know i think success is very hard it's 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 the hardest the first step you take right and then the next steps are a few a little bit easier and a little bit easier and it kind of snowballs from there Mm -hmm. you know and and to make that first jump it's going to be extremely difficult but it's the most important yeah right and so i think if you just take that step and you put your good energy out into the world, people, it will return to you in some way. Yeah. You know? Don't, uh, don't give up on your dreams. Dude, absolutely. You know? I, uh, I actually was thinking about this, this analogy with that. You know how, like, there's, like, a naval code that as the captain of a ship, you're supposed to go down with your ship. Mm. If your ship enters a storm and it's not going to make it, people are, you know, ducking out on lifeboats the captain chooses to go down with the ship. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect analogy for these, you know, for the law of attraction, these positive things for the, like if you have a dream and your dream goes down, the only way it's coming back up is if you go down with it, you know, mm. stick with it, man. Yeah. Cause if you leave that, you're going to end up doing something that you hate. And you're just another cog in the system. You're just you another know? cog in the system. Yeah. But it, you, sometimes you have to go down, you have to accept that, that this is happening and you have to give your dream chance, you know? Yeah. It's almost like a relationship. You have to go down with it and then once it's at its lowest, the only way it's going going up is if you pull it back up. Yeah. You have to confront that suffering first to take that jump. Exactly. And then you can realize your place in the universe and what you're really capable of. That was a little bit of a tangent, but I was thinking about that that. earlier. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the whole thing with, I think if if you're laying in bed all day, and you want to have, you're looking for a good time. You're looking to be happier. Nothing's going to happen if you're laying in bed all day. Yeah. And while that's a super cliche, simple yeah. analogy, I and think it, that's, yeah. the, that's the best way to explain it. It's you got to get out and do it. You Sometimes know? the simple you don't feel analogies like get it done. You know? They do. Yeah. Yeah. And all right. And then the other side of the question, if I'm wrong and you're right, what do you think about, you know, mm. your theory? So I think... I don't know. I see all these ads on Instagram, and I'm kind of like skeptical about them. I'm like, learn how to harness the law of attraction in your favor. And I'm like, dude, who is clicking on this? Yeah. Like, why is this a thing that exists? <laughs> but like, obviously, something like men are attracted to a certain type of women. Yeah. And you can picture like a beautiful woman in your mind, you know? Yeah. And like, everybody's is different, though. That's true. 
That's true. But I feel like there's principles that you can extract out of all of them. Yeah. That everybody... Everybody has it. Right, yeah. And and it's and you can cultivate those factors in yourself. But I think it's, it's very difficult <laughs> and it's hard to pinpoint what exactly it is you're chasing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my... So I think, yeah, it's real. But... It's hard, man. It's hard. That was a great question. That was yeah. too good of a question for us, I think. Right, yeah. It, we, we were overwhelmed a little bit. Ask somebody who knows something about that. <laughs> uh, some questionable does. answers for you. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's perfect. That's your excuse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Um, all right. Thoughts on workout, diet, slash wellness culture. Mm. Is it good or bad? Good. Good. Okay. Like, like I said earlier, uh, I was actually, you know Dan Vilzerian is, right? Yeah. So I watched one of like his Q&As. Somebody asked, is it good to fat shame people? Or is it bad fat shaming people? Okay. And he said, I realize I'm like, I'm going to offend a lot of people, but yeah. 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 And I think to a point it is, um, if it's for motivation, mm. you can't make fun of somebody for being ugly. They, yeah. They can't yeah. help that, you yeah. know, like, but I feel like your diet and what you're putting in your body and the physical activity that you yeah. seek out, whether you're laying on the couch all day or you're going yeah. to the gym. And obviously, if you want to do what you want, do what you want. What like, you we're want. not going to, but don't complain about being in That's bad shape saying. if you're not going to take I'm that saying. step. Yeah. Because we all have a choice. Yeah. You know, it's like, come and I on. think with that, you also have to be open to new ways of just be better ways to just be well and fit. And I think for me, I love meditating, dude. I've really gotten into meditation. Really? Yeah, really. So is my older brother. What are your thoughts on that? um, Well, usually I just, I close the door to my room, turn off my lights, get some music playing, but I don't do headphones. Mm. I just, and I don't do a speaker. I just play it on my phone. So it's a little bit quieter. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I usually either lay in bed or I sit in bed. Yeah. Sitting in bed is better for me because if I lay in bed, I get really tired. Yeah. And then you just try to clear your mind. Yeah. Don't even look at your phone. If it goes to a song that you don't like, tune it out. Okay. You know? But yeah. stick with it. It's How good. long do you go for? I go for, like, I started at 10, and now sometimes I get up to 20. Wow. Nice, but man. It, it's sort of like an, it's like a recalibration for your day. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, I like to do it when I just got a lot on my mind, or sometimes in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I'm really working on, I think everybody should start waking up earlier. Okay. Um, I think everybody should start meditating, exercising in the morning, and visualizing what you want out of your day. Mm. And I don't always do all of those. Yeah. Or any of them. The days that I don't, it's like, I reflect on my day and it's like, man, what did yeah. I do today? I yeah. wandered around. What like, was your goal I for laid today? in my bed. I didn't do anything, and I feel yeah. horrible about yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't know how to address it. So I, you need to attack your day and win the day. You have to win the day. Yeah. I've lost so many days that I just got to gotta get some wins. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just got to up your record. Yeah, for sure. And nobody's going to be nobody's gonna be at, you know, nobody's going to be batting a 1,000 with it. Mm. Nobody's going to have every day be a great day. Right. You're not going to meet your goal every day. Right. And you can't put those unhealthy expectations on yourself. But it's better to try. Yeah. Because yeah. even if you're... One percent better than you could have been. That's one percent. You know, yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. If you, what's the saying? Like, if you aim for the stars, you're gonna land on the moon. You're baby. gonna, yeah. yeah. You're like, even if you don't get to your goal, you're still like right there. Right. You know. Yeah. Which is better than down here. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah. pinpoint what you want, strive for it, and I think 
physical exercise is a way that you can do that, you yeah. know, and really get off on that good foot of like, okay, even if my whole day went horribly wrong, at least I exercise. At least at my least body did, is getting yeah. better. You give, know? give yourself credit where credit's due. There's like a Tim Allen quote that's like, if you're going to get down on it, this is, yeah, by no means word for word, but he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you're going to be down on yourself for your failures, you have to give credit to yourself for your successes. Okay. I just, I love that quote because yeah. Tim Allen is like, was a questionable guy. I'm pretty sure he's like a mule <laughs> really? for, for like the drug cartel. No way. He brought drugs into America. That man's point. Buzz Lightyear, dude. Yeah, he plays Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> He's a child child uh, movie phenomenon. Yeah. Wow. But uh, sorry if I ruined anybody's childhood, but yeah. He's a good guy, though. He's turned it around. Dude, the dichotomy of man, bro. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear on one end, drug cartel <laughs> mule on the other. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be weird if he'd started out. If it like happened in the other order, if he started out as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, <laughs> and did drugs. <laughs> it was like the, the mule. <laughs> oh man! They're like, weren't you Buzz Lightyear? It's my side job, like, man. Hey, man, weren't you Buzz Lightyear? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> oh man! But no, aren't you big on like supplements though? Okay, I used to be in high school, and I'm looking, and I'm like, I'm happy I did it to experience where my mind could go when I'm like really juicing up my body as much yeah. as I can. And obviously, I yeah. didn't do steroids, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, but I did, like, protein shakes, and I did, yeah. like, creatine, and I did creatine. little things like that to kind of uh, to help my body grow faster than it could if I was just, like, eating a regular diet, you know. Mm. And I think in the short term, it's really empowering because your body grows really fast. But in the long term, like, the maintenance of your body is very hard. It's hard to maintain that level of, like, okay, like, I'm bringing it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, no, it's I know a marathon, not a sprint, you know? And I was, I was aiming to be jacked from age 18 to age 19, you know? And, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and right now I'm like, you okay, did. This, you, is yeah. a, this is You're like a, a, longer, a longer marathon than yeah. I expected, you know? Yeah, yeah. But It's hard when there's no structure, too, because right. we were doing stuff for football. Yeah, and, and it's very easy to, like, okay – I just have to show up, and then they'll tell me what to do. Yeah. But when you're on your own in the world, and you have to kind of create your own workout, it's hard. And fit it's your hard. body, yeah. and learn how to grow from it, and set yeah. set like a precedent the first day, and mm. the second day, and the third day, and keep getting better. That's difficult. Which is why you need to give yourself some credit when you, you know, right. when you reward do yourself. Yeah, reward yourself. Yeah. Don't don't be mad that you didn't get like a PR on your, you know, yeah. what you were doing. Yeah. You yeah. did it. Right, yeah, dude. You try. I think I need to work on that a little bit because sometimes I, think everybody does. I did legs for the first time in like six months, and I could squat maybe like half of what I used to do, you know. And it's just like, damn. And my my legs are still sore. And this was but three you can days walk. Ago. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you're okay. not. right, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm, yeah, I'm thankful despite all that, and I think it's just winning the day, you know. And I think with day. working out, you can definitely do that for sure. Yeah. What is the best day of your life? Michael Bushu. Best day of my life. Is that as of now? Like, so far? I think so you can interpret this any so way far? you want. So okay. you can look look in the future, the past, or the okay. present. I would say... Uh, so far, this is going to sound... You know, this, is, this means nothing, but obviously... Uh, I think the, and I don't even remember it, but the day that my parents brought me home, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, and everybody would say that, but 
it kind of seems like a cheat, but it's like the start of your life, you know? Yeah. I don't think, like, the start of your life life. The start of your life is when you're born, but the start of your life life is when you come home. Yeah. And you become part of the family. Yeah, man. And you're kind of like the cub in the pride. Right. And there's so much potential with that, yeah. you know? It's exciting. That started, that started me on my journey, I think. Uh, <clears throat> but I think in terms of the most important day in my life, uh, I think it's got to be, I don't know, whenever my wedding is, I think that'll be one. Yeah. Uh, nice, man. My children being born, for sure. Yeah. I'm really, I really want to be a dad soon. Yeah. Not, not soon, not but soon. like, yeah, yeah. But but like life, I want to be a dad. Know? I really want to have, I want to lead, uh, you know, a son and a daughter. I, yeah. Like, that's something I've really been, like, craving for, you know? Yeah. I want to, I want to have that. I think, like, my children will be, you know, my yeah. number one. Yeah, dude. And then I think, uh. That's a tough question. That's yeah, really that what is do you a tough think? question. What's your, what's your most I don't know if I day? can pinpoint it to a particular it's day. It's hard because you, ne- you, right. you never like go to sleep one night and you're like, wow, I think that's the best day I've ever had. Right, and I don't think our minds are built to focus on yeah. one particular day because we're always looking to the future, you yeah. know? Yeah. And we're looking to the past for information to aid our future, so it's like... Exactly. Yeah. But I remember like in high school... You'd go out on the weekend and you'd not, you wouldn't know what to expect. And it, there was so much like spontaneousness in the air, just frothing over, <laughs> yeah. the, like over yeah. the cup. Yeah. That you just like go out and like, you go like do something crazy. You and know? then you end and up somewhere that you right. never thought you, right. you're like sleeping next to a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, that's a little too far. Away. <laughs> yeah, dude. You I've up, never done that. You're, you're big spoon on a vending machine, dude. <laughs> But your arms are the nights jammed. You remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's my answer: is those nights where it's like you go out and you're like, I don't know what to expect. I hope it goes well. But yeah. you make that step out yeah. of your comfort zone, and it ends up like a crazy story that you reflect yeah. on when you're 45. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That you never even saw coming. Yeah, dude. Just those types of days. You and know? that that reminds me. Uh, you know what I think is is probably you know some of the best times is uh, Super Bowls. With the guys, yes. Uh, basketball, like a summer day when everybody can come play basketball. Yeah, just saw it, you know, shooting in the in the road. Yeah, just man. having a good time. Lori's bringing us waters and Gatorades and stuff. Right, man. Blasting, like, blast, blast, blasting the uh, blasting like black eyed peas. Really, you know, pulling us back to fifth grade. I got a feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Tonight's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I think you're you're absolutely right. You know, it's those it's those times that kind of pull you back to a simpler time, and it's like, yeah, life is hard, man. You got to confront a lot of stuff. You got to stay busy. You got to stay on your toes. You got to be always planning ahead. But when you can kind of take that that time to reflect, it's yeah. like, man, yeah, life is really good. You know, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. love playing basketball yeah. here with what my is, childhood. What friends. does Jordan Peterson say? He says life is suffering. Life is suffering. Yeah, it is. To and be if, human, to be human is to suffer. Absolutely, and you have to confront that suffering. Yeah, there's peace wholeheartedly. There. There's peace there in that suffering. Yeah, because you know? everybody's everybody's in it, right? To some degree. That's why I like the Christian symbol of the cross, because what Jesus to had to do cross. is he's confronting his suffering wholeheartedly on the cross. And everybody has to take up the cross, you know. Yeah, which absolutely. is what's so strong about the Christian message. Mm. You know, the New Testament is just full of the stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and it's there's so journey, many. You know, yeah, it's we see it in like, you know. The sacrificial hero. Yeah. Or, you know, doing something that's bigger than yourself. Taking up your cross or confronting, you know, the demon at the end of the tunnel. Mm. It's something that everybody has to do at one point in their life. Yeah. 
more there's going to be people out there who will suffer more than other people. Right. And I feel for those people, but at the same time, they have a heavier cross to bury or to yeah. bear. Right. But, you know, it's it's so weird. Everybody's got to suffer. Yeah. And yeah, my I was asking my dad about his high school reunions and he was like it's not that great because some people come back 10 years later and they're like oh yeah everything's great everything's great and he's like yeah you know when you're 28 and you're coming back to your high school reu- reunion life hasn't really slapped you in the face yet yeah. when you're coming back in your 40s and your 50s it's like man you're not coming back with that same attitude yeah, it is pay- a marathon you yeah. know and it life is hard you pay a mortgage yeah or, you know and if someone you know doesn't you- suffer like you will Exactly. And it, it's yeah. inevitable. Someone yeah. you love will or, you, or you will. Someone will, yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally, man. I got a buddy who's, you know, he's lost, like, three grandparents in, like, two years. Yeah. And a cousin who was, like, three years old. Yeah. Or something. And then a neighbor. And this all happened in, like, a matter of five years. Right. And it's insane. And, like, the guy is just a trooper. And his mom, you know, both of her parents. And it's just, it's like... How do people just go through all that? Yeah. And I feel like I haven't gone through nearly that, nearly as much, you know? Mm-hmm. Which kind of scares me because it's like, well, I will. You know? Right. And if, if I, I have it now, I feel like it's all building up. Yeah. It's yeah, going to be like the worst day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's scary though, you know? Like, yeah. And I think it's important to do things that make us tough, you know? And exactly. we have to be tough as a people to get through. Otherwise, exactly. we're just going to be... You know, our world's going to be run by computers and we're just going to yeah. be kind of sitting back in the back seat and having life take on us instead of us yeah. going out going there and out getting, and getting it. Going out and getting it, you know? Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Yeah. A little bit of a tangent there, but, dude, I'm loving it. We got we get really philosophical with it. Yeah, dude. I mean, you have to. You have to. You have to, yeah. It's good to be introspective about things. Yeah, man. It's good to be. It's good to be reflective because the human experience is very... Very unique, you know. It's human behavior, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> little uh, disaster artist. <laughs> oh, hey, Mark. Hi, <laughs> Mark. I did not do it. You look like a vampire. You'll never be. You'll never be in Hollywood. <laughs> no, they don't. They have no idea what's going on. Yeah, look up the disaster artist. Great, yeah, great good movie. movie. <laughs> I think it's on Netflix now. Definitely yeah. watch it. James Franco. James Franco. I love him, dude. Yeah. All right. What is the best type of art? Did you ask this question? I did not. No. Wow. Somebody asked this. Yeah. Best type of art. You want to feel this one? Um, I think every type of... It's hard to relate such an abstract concept like art to like another discipline. Yeah. But I think every type of art serves a different role. You know, like, and to a certain degree, TikTok is art. But it's very yeah. like it's very yeah. top of the brain. It's comedy. Yeah, it's it's comedy. You know? Yeah, yeah. And there's there's art and there's thoughtfulness to that. But it's a different type of art than like one of Michelangelo's sculptures. Yeah. You know, which that, is what everybody thinks art is. You know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's subjective. I think that question is super subjective. Like what what art for you is is something that you know gives you catharsis. Mm, yeah. What's the most cathartic? You know. Right. What is just so gratifying to you? What do you What do you look at or watch or hear or love doing? You know, to yeah. me, like I love drawing. It's, yeah, I'm almost Dude, you're, you're I'm brilliant. almost addicted. Yeah, it's impossible for me to go a day without drawing. Yeah, and it sucks. It's like sometimes it's a burden, you know. But sometimes I love. Like I just, I hate that I love it, but I love it. 
I, I'm addicted, and yeah. I, I can't. Like, I, I love doing it, and I'll never stop. Well, how do you feel after you drew something, and you're like, man, this is this is great, you know? Yeah, yeah it's like, uh, gosh, what is what did uh, Chad say about Stoke on Ellen? <laughs> Going deep? Yeah, no, it was on Ellen. Remember oh, on Ellen, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like, don't know. He's like, when you're going through boys to get steak, like fish, fish tacos. tacos. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, I think, you know, when I get done, like, drawing something and I sit back and look at it, it's like, it's like, you know, getting, like, a, what I imagine is, like, a PR on your mile. Mm. Or, like, you know, setting a scoring record. Or, yeah. Or uh, finishing a, a huge project and getting the grade back. Mm-hmm. It's such a feeling of, like... But I love being in it, too. Yeah. I love, like, not even the finished work, you know? Yeah. Because it's, it's raw, and it's not done. Right. And, and it's, it's where that, that potential of what it could be meets yeah. what it already is, and what you've it already created. Is, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, mid-journey. Yeah. Which I love. Dude, definitely. I love the end. The, the Like, I'm super attracted to, like, the finality of things mm. and, like, the peace at the end. But also like the journey, you know. So yeah. I love like you know that for me is art. But I think for music, some people, some people just love like listening to all different types of music. I know you have a super diverse taste in music. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. every every type of song speaks a different message and a yeah. different type of emotion that is very specific. Same with movies. Right. Yeah. Theater. Yeah. I think people. I think theater is a huge one. I yeah. think that's a dying art too. Yeah. Which sucks. Too. You know. Some of these old westerns that I've been watching kind of remind me of like an old Good, theater yeah, type of with yeah. all the with all the dialogue yeah, and the yeah. and the suspense and yeah, kind of the way they move around the scene. It's like yeah, yeah. this isn't what a movie would look like today with like yeah, the close not. face shots and like yeah. it's very animated with their bodies and their language and exactly. how they depict what life was. Everything was like. over dramatized. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love it too, man. Uh, that's a great question as well. Yeah, I think any any type of art that speaks to you. And changes your perspective on things that already exist. That's I think art. art. I think I've heard you say, you know, we've talked about how art and history go hand in hand. And yeah. how art has survived the, you know, the test of time. You look at, yeah. like, this, uh, the Eastern Asian art, like, the, the whole Genghis Khan, like, you know, 2D people, you know, there's a story to tell. There. Mm. Like, knitted fabrics with, you know, warrior, samurai warriors on them. Yeah. Even, like, the buildings, like, architecture. In, in art is just so cool in Eastern Asia and I just love that I would never I would hate to see a world where we don't have that where yeah. we lost that we we preserve kind of that cultural artifact yeah you know it's like man this is not only is it telling a certain story yeah. by the way it was made but it's the choices that they made to make it also tell a story and exactly. how their brains work exactly. and think and conceptualize things do you think people our age don't appreciate that kind of art anymore I think in some ways, our education system fails us because we don't push art that's like, this is like meaningful and yeah. meaningful to our culture yeah. and, we, and we need to preserve this. And I think we're very quick to dismiss that, but we can always get better at it. I think just the direction that we're going in with standard-based grading and like it's dragging down the top-tier students to a level where they yeah. aren't in a position to excel. And that's bad, but the bottom students still need to be accounted for. So it's it's yeah, difficult. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there's never funding for art class, you know? Yeah. It's it's, yeah, yeah. it's always 
things that will create and generate revenue, like math and yeah. sciences, which yeah, we need those. You know, yeah, we, we need, need those. we need both both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, dude, for sure. All right, man. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, awesome. We got it all down. Thank you for coming on, Michael. You're yeah, wonderful. no problem, dude. It's fun. All right, dude. Until next time. Yep, for sure. <laughs>